get into healing. healing. All right. Uh, <laughs> healing. Victoria, you want to kick us off? Healing part two. Um, okay, so if you didn't listen to the first one, uh, I encourage you to go back and listen to the first yeah. one. Um, we kind of started talking about faith and receiving your healing by faith. Um, but we wanted to continue on that thought because it's really, it can be really discouraging when you, if you're trying, say you're trying to build your faith, you know, okay, you heard what we said, you know, I need that kind of faith, but it's, it's important to remember that the same, if you can have the faith to be saved from an eternity in hell, you can have the faith to receive your healing. Ultimately it's the same faith. And, and I feel like yeah. people say, Oh, well, I need more faith for healing. But really the maximum faith is if, is to be saved from an eternity in hell. That's like the great, if you have faith for that, you can literally have faith for anything. So it's really important to keep that mindset and, and, and even the mindset too, of if God has shown, has shown us so much mercy and kindness to save us from hell when we were sinners, we, we deserve the wrath of God. If he has so much mercy to, to the, you know, Ephesians chapter two, God was so rich in mercy that he sent, sent his son. So, you know, how much more will God give us his mercy, give us his grace to be able to receive our healing? And so I just encourage you not to get discouraged about the faith message because it can be you know, overwhelming, but it's important to realize that Jesus paid the price. You're not trying to earn your healing. You're not trying to fast enough so that you can be healed while fasting is great. You're not trying to, oh, well, if I can just read the word enough, then I can get healed. The price has already been paid for. It's when you understand that Christ purchase the position for you to, to walk in health. And all we have to do is, is yield and tap into it. But, but it's, it's really important not, not to, cause I feel like I've gotten into that too. We were talking about this a couple months ago, just how it's so important. It's not you trying to obey. Well, well, Oh, I messed up. Say you, you maybe messed up and you feel like, Oh, well, I fell into sin. And so now I can't receive my healing. But the truth is that the blood, it says by one man's obedience, one man's obedience, Jesus's obedience, you've been made righteous and the fruit of righteousness is healing is health, you know, because sickness comes with sin. So even though you, maybe you mess up and you feel like, Oh, well, I've fallen short in these areas. Healing has nothing to do with you or mm -hmm. what you do. It has everything to do with the blood of Jesus. Yeah. So when you switch your mind from being sin conscious to being blood of Jesus conscious, you know, in Hebrews, it says, yeah. consider Christ, consider the high priest of our confession, consider all that he has done. And I remember one time, just a personal testimony. I had a really, really bad migraine and it was after I had had all this revelation. I knew the word, I knew what God said. Um, and I think I was trying so hard to muster up faith to like mm -hmm. get healed and like get this thing to, to, to go away, but it wasn't. And I think I heard a message by Kenneth E. Hagen and he was just talking about that scripture. Consider, consider not your body, but consider Christ, consider him, consider the blood that was shed, consider the price that was paid, consider your high priest. Don't consider, oh, well, you've messed up maybe. Oh, well, I haven't been in you know, I haven't been doing everything perfectly. It's about Christ's perfection, the blood of Christ that has paid the price. And when you focus on that, and instead of focusing on yourself, it, it's a lot easier to receive healing and to walk in healing um, and, and keep your health, you know, Courtney. You yeah. Well, I mean, when you're when you were talking about, you know, being sin conscious or being uh, focused on really what conscious of what Jesus did, you know, and it says in right. Hebrews, but it, it brought to mind this this verse in Hebrews uh, verse 10. I mean, in chapter 10, verse two, it says, um, 
I'll start in verse one. So it says, for the law having a shadow of the good things to come and not the very image of the things can never with these same sacrifices. So it's talking about the Old Testament, the sacrifices that they did, that they um, performed in the Old Testament to, uh, to cleanse them of their sins, right? which they offer continually year by year, making uh, those who approach the, the altar perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered for the worships once purified would not have, uh, would have no more conscience, consciousness of sin. But in those sacrifices, there is a reminder of sins every year. So it's talking about how really in the Old Testament, every time that there was a sacrifice, every time that they came to the altar, you know, to offer sacrifices to be cleansed of sin, they had consciences, consciousness of sin in their mind. They were reminded of their sin every single time. You know, when we approach Jesus, when we approach his throne, we don't have to go with the consciousness that we are sinners. You know, we can go to God knowing that he said that we are the righteousness of God in Christ. You know, that Jesus Christ was risen from the dead to declare us righteous. I don't know where that verse is, but it, it talks about how th that in the Bible, that we were declared righteous because he risen, he rose from the dead. So because Jesus died, because of what he did on the cross, we, that's, that's how we, you know, we receive our healing. When we really understand the cross, when we understand that Jesus died, on the cross it was not a, a typical death it was not just like the regular crucifixions of the of their days because Jesus was next to two sinners he had someone on his right someone on his left that died on the cross right so but his crucifixion was different it was different why it says that on his body he carried our sin he bore our sickness and he bore our diseases the wounds in his hands the wound in his side what was placed on his body was the weight of the entire world sin their sickness was on his body can you imagine what jesus had felt in his body what he purchased for us on the cross was put to death on the cross it says that everything was crucified at once at, on his body when you recognize and realize and understand and fully fully really grasp what jesus did for us on the cross that it wasn't just a regular death it was a supernatural death that he actually took sin sickness on his body and he crucified it in his flesh for us and it's powerful when you when you understand that that's what the blood that was shed did that he did it once and for all so that we don't have to go to him with the consciousness of sin we don't have to go to him and you know beg for our healing but really we can know jesus because of what you've done that's why that scripture says by his wounds we were healed we are healed and we can receive it and that's yeah. and that's what like uh with like healing you know, just if you read that scripture, it's by his stripes. We were healed. We are healed. And some people are like, well, I, you know, I really hope that I can receive my healing. Kenneth Hagin talks about this um, in his book, You Can Have What You Say. Or yeah. it's, it's something it's something along those lines. But he says that he was uh, doing an altar call and some guy was like, well, yeah, uh, I sure wish I can get healed. I'm up here. But he was like, well, with that faith, you're not going to get healed. You know, why is he right. telling somebody that? It's because you were already healed. It's not a matter of, it, right. in order to get healed, you have to have already received yeah. it. You know, you have to right. first receive it. Because if you're just like, oh, well, what did Jesus do? What did he take those stripes for? Yeah. You were right. already healed. It's your job to receive it. Right. No, that's really good. Realizing that it's like past tense. 
you know and when you realize that it's something that's already been purchased mm -hmm. it definitely takes the weight <clears throat> off of like trying to oh i gotta just gotta do this and whatever to try to receive my healing gotta get in good with god the bible actually says um in galatians 3 and it actually says it a few other times in the bible it says that god justified the ungodly so when you're justified that means you have right standing for god that he's re completely removed yeah. all your sin and we yeah. talked about in the first one how um, sickness is part of the curse of sin. So if you are completely removed from sin, that old self has died, the, the self that was under the curse of sin, then, and, and you're justified while you were ungodly. I mean, the thing is that if, if God saved you while you were a, a filthy sinner, how much more is he willing to heal you now that you're like living, living for God, if that makes sense. You, you know, he, you're already justified and yeah. it says the just shall live by faith. It doesn't say you have to live by faith in order to be justified. Mm -hmm. It's so important that we, it, the only way faith works is if you live out of a place of, I have been justified Amen. by what Christ has done. I'm not living in faith, trying to work it to, to get in good with God. Yeah. And I think it's so easy to kind of fall into that trap, fall into like, I got to obey it. I got to do it. It actually says that the, the blessing does not come through obedience. It says, um, you know, you can obey the law, but it, it even says Galatians 3.12, the law does not rest on faith and it doesn't require faith. It has nothing to do with faith. So, so it says that if you live by the law, that, then that's, that's what you'll have. But Christ purchased our freedom from the law. So, so what does that mean? You can, you can try to obey and get in good with God, but ultimately the only thing that pleases God is believing, putting your trust in him, not trying to earn anything or gain anything, but resting in the fact that like she was saying, it's, it's the mm -hmm. blood. It's the blood. He paid the price. This belongs to me, not because I did something right, but, but God justified me when I was ungodly. And this is my birthright as a born again believer. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think it's really important to stay in that place of you are justified. It's, it says in, um, the book of Romans that Christ was raised from the dead to secure right. our justification. It's not flimsy. It's not like, oh, one day the blood of Jesus covers me. The next day, oh, I slipped up and now the blood of Jesus wiped off. It doesn't work today. Right. I'm sick. No, yeah. the blood of Jesus has forever secured your position yeah. in right standing with God. You don't have to worry. You don't have to question. It says that he brought the blood into the Holy of Holy. Yeah. Our, you're secured. You were secured because it wasn't your obedience. It was his obedience that got you yeah. to that place. So I think that's a big thing. Not being, not being sin conscious, being blood of Jesus conscious. Mm -hmm. So it's really right. Good. And, 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 and believing and having the faith for it too, yeah. you know, like ha having the just live by faith. Right. Um, I love what it says in Hebrews four verse one, it says, since a promise remains, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them because it was not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. For we who have believed do enter that rest. When you believe and when you have faith and knowing that I am the righteousness of God in Christ, I am justified by my faith. I I, I understand, you know, what I believe and I, I'm mixing what I believe with faith. You know, we enter into a rest. And so going back to, you know, what Victoria was saying about, um, you know, a lot of times when, you know, we're trying to get our healing, we're trying to, it, it almost seems like it's, it's a, it's a effort and it's a, like we have to work for uh, something he already gave us. Right. right we have to right. work for it. But I love this. When you, when you know, and you believe in your, it's a restful place. It is yeah, a place of enjoyment. And it's a place of, you know, knowing God's goodness and knowing his mercy. You can literally live life in peace. Yeah. You can live yeah. not life in peace. And 
Um, I wrote this scripture uh, kind of relating to it. It's in Daniel 9, verse 18. It says, we don't present our supplications before you because of our righteousness, because of our righteous deeds, but because of your great mercies. You know, Daniel understood something. Hey, God, I'm, I'm coming to you, not because of my righteousness. I'm not saying, God, because I'm righteous, heal me. I'm saying, no, God, because of your mercies, because of yes. your goodness, because of your faithfulness, because of your righteousness, because of Jesus Christ, the righteousness, the healer, the one who was sent, the word that was sent, I come before you. That's how we come before God, knowing that he is a God of mercy. His mercy are, mercies are new towards us every day. His compassions towards us last a lifetime. His loving kindness for us. I mean, he looks at us with the eyes of love. He looks at us and he sees the blood of Jesus. He sees Jesus' blood on us and he cannot deny Jesus' blood. Once he sees Jesus' blood and what Jesus has done, you know, it's it's mercy, it's love, it's blameless. We are blameless before him. We are righteousness. And that's why... You know, the taking communion is so powerful when we, you know, uh, are able to remember what Jesus did. When we take the bread, when we take Jesus's body and trust that when we take it inside of us, that everything that Jesus did on the cross is is actually at work in our body. We know that the same thing with the blood, that the blood of Jesus. Think about the Old Testament with the blood. They they marked their their doorposts um, with the blood of the lamb, you know, the sacrificial lamb. So when we take communion, when we take the blood, we can drink the, the blood of Jesus and, and say, God, I know that your words has touched not my anointed ones. And just like you did for the Israelites, that you marked them as a people to, to, to be passed over by, by sickness, by disease. We are the untouchable. We are marked by the blood of Jesus. It's powerful. And, and we can see that, you know, through, through things in the Bible that instructs us to take communion and to, 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 to mix our faith, to, to be at rest, knowing what Jesus done ha, has done for us with the cross, we can you know walk in walk in our healing, walk in health, and and receive it. Yeah, and it's so good too. Like you were saying about communion, you touched on the blood part, but even um, it says that the Israelites. So when they were in the wilderness, God provided for them manna each and every day, which is a type of the body of Christ in the New Testament, and so it says that there was not one sick or feeble among their tribes and they were eating the type of Christ. How much more when you have Jesus Christ himself living on the inside of you by a mystery of the Holy Ghost, he is abiding on the inside of you. And you know, this, me and Courtney, a few months ago, we were like freaking out about this revelation. That's like, if Christ lives in you, what sickness can survive in his presence? What germ, what bacteria dare try to survive in the body of Christ? Because we've been baptized into the body of Christ when you're, when you're saved. And so when you understand that the Christ lives in you, and even in the old Testament, it says where his presence is, where his glory remains, it actually says the priest cannot even stand to minister. So if a priest can't stand to minister, what sickness can stand to minister? Where in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, it says the glory of the new covenant. How much more is the glory that now abides permanently on the inside of us? You know, in the old covenant, the glory would come and it would go and it would come and it would go. Mm -hmm. It wasn't in them, you know, and even then it was so potent that like you couldn't even stand up. And now that same substance permanently 
permanently abides in us. Why? Not because we were so righteous and we were good enough, because the blood of Jesus washed us so clean that we could permanently carry that. So it's like, I even think about that. If any symptom tries to come, it's like, what? How dare any mm-hmm. sickness try to try. minister in my body <laughs> with, with the glory of God resident in this temple, yo? Yeah. You know, it's like, when you understand that, it's like, immediately it's just like yeah. easy back in action dude <laughs> it's, yo. it's like yo yo um but no that's like so powerful when you understand and it even says um um in malachi chapter 4 it says the son of righteousness which is talking about jesus mm-hmm. will arise with healing in his wings which is the be- his wings it's actually talking about the beams of glory that radiate out from christ in the beams of his glory there's healing power another scripture says the, the power, it says the rays that come out from his hand, that's the hiding place of his power. So when you understand that 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 lives in you, that there's actually a glory resident in you that actually carries the manifest healing power of God. And not only is it in you, I mean, it's, it's for everyone around you too. Mm-hmm. And, be, you know, being in the manifest presence of God, spending time in church, yeah. being in the house of God, being in revival meetings where gl- the God's glory is manifest. Yeah. You know, the Bible says, let his face shine upon you. May his countenance shine upon mm-hmm. you. You better believe you spend time in God's presence. Yeah. You will be healed. You will be strengthened. It will affect, you know, your physical body. It affects yeah. our whole that's body, so you know? Yeah. So. And that's why people are like, what's different about you? Yeah. That's why yeah. People, people can literally see about you because <laughs> it literally comes out from the inside of you. Yeah. And it uh, changes the outside of you. Yeah. That's why it's like, that's why it's like when somebody gets saved from the world, totally saved from the world, totally changed from like a life of sin. Why do you think when the word starts getting in them and they mm-hmm. start getting healed and they right. start getting faith, why do they start changing the way they dress? Why do they start changing the right. way they talk? Why do they start feeling like they need to change the people they hang around with? It's because it's literally coming out mm-hmm. from the inside. And it affects you. It affects you in the natural too. Yeah. 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 It starts in the spiritual and it manifests that's, in the natural. That's so good. I, I, oh gosh, that's good. But I mean, just, I'm just thinking, I actually wrote this scripture down, but I mean, it's kind of going off of what we're saying, but it's like, that in Psalm 91, uh, when it talks yeah. about how at one, at 1,000 may fall at one side, though 10,000 may fall on your other side, it shall not come near you. Yeah. It can't come near you. Right. In fact, like God is so protecting you to the point that what's inside of you, it can't come near you. Yeah. And that scripture that it talks about when enemies will come to you uh, in one way and they will flee from you in seven different ways. Yes. It's like, it's a, it, when, when there is the glory when you when you yes. have Jesus Christ on the inside of you it cannot come near you it can't come yeah. in your midst it come it can't come near sickness and disease can't come near my my tent my near my dwelling as it says in Psalm 91 and then it talks about how in, in um Job I think it's chapter one how he had a hedge of protection around him there is a protection in what you carry in jesus christ on the inside of you and literally it cannot come near you it will not come near you and And when you get that confidence and that faith that oh my gosh what i have is protecting me it's preserving me it's keeping me it's sustaining me it's establishing me it's protecting me i mean you, you really way, are untouchable. The only way things can enter into your life and into your body is if you let it, if you open a door to it. The right. only way the enemy can come into your life and affect you is if you let him. And that's where people are wrong. It's like, oh, the devil's attacking me. No, like if, the de- if something's wrong with you, you need to check yourself. You need to right. ch- have a checkup on yourself. 
Right. Yeah, that's good because it says the shield of faith is what quenches the fiery darts of the of the devil. So it's like if there's a hole in your shield of faith, which is really just or you not, just never put it on because some people be leaving their shield of faith back at home. That's the truth. <laughs> that's the truth. But it's really it's like knowing God's word. You can't have faith for what you don't know out of God's yeah. word. But but as as you continue in the word, um, what's so good too is like what you were saying. It's like um, it can't come near you. Not yeah. only that, yeah. I laugh when people at work are like, oh, like, don't get too close. I'm sick. I'm like, yeah. no, if you get too close, you'll get healed. Yeah. Because, yeah. because greater is he that's in me than yeah, what's on that's you. So, so good. it's like, when you understand that, it's like, it, it, it's awesome too, because it erases <laughs> fear from you of like being worried about this and that or like whatever. It's like, dude, what I carry is so strong. You don't even know. It's like, Hello. 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 Hey, how's it going, Pastor Sandy? <laughs> Mom. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes, yes. Hi, Pastor Sandy. You. Yes. So. Uh, I'm not your mama. Oh, Wrong number. Oh well. Hey, hi, Pastor Sandy. Uh, great message Sunday. <laughs> hey. Hi, Pastor Sandy. Hello. Hello. So uh, we're here talking about healing and just the shedding blood of Jesus. I actually haven't got into it, but uh, I this was like the first thing my mom ever taught me was like, really? hey, like that's powerful. I not just saying they call me crybaby when I broke my arm, <laughs> but like if anything, like literally any little thing. The, and I'll tell my mom, oh, I don't feel this. Did you receive a healing? It's like how do you beat that? Like how do you trump that? Like you can't be like, no. I feel bad. Like, yeah. no, like, okay, I'll go receive my healing. You just walk back. Like, you just walk okay, back to wow. the room, like, mad. But, like, <laughs> knowing she's right, you're like, oh, man. Yeah. But if you want to, if you got anything to touch on that. Well, well what is the question? Like, how do you, how do you, is it again? I'm sorry. Uh, the question we, we could ask you is, like, what, what is, what does the blood, like, his bloodshed mean for your healing? Well, um, the blood that was shed for our redemption and our redemption in our redemption comes healing healing in every area of our lives healing for our physical body and so we have a we have a blood i always say we have a blood bought right because of the price that was paid and the blood that was shed on calvary jesus you know the bible says that by the stripes Isaiah spoke about it and prophesied about it and looked into the future yeah. of the of the of, of, of Jesus Christ, you know, of the, of the price that he was going to pay by shedding of his blood. And so he said, you know, by the stripes, by his stripes, we are healed. And then in First Peter, he looks back into 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 that event where Jesus showed his blood. And, and Peter said, by his stripes, we were healed. And so that's where we stand. And we um, that and we have a redemptive right. You know, to to um, walk in this in this healing power of Jesus, to you know, to not have to uh, be sick in our bodies. If if Jesus paid a price for us, you know, by the stripes that He bore and the shedding of His blood for our redemption, for He you know He purchased us our freedom in every area. Why would we want anything else but that? Amen. Amen. So good. So. Um, is this Sunday morning? You know, <laughs> it is just knowing, knowing that truth in that area, that healing belongs to us. You know, it's it's my blood bought right. Amen. 
because of the blood that was shed, because of, 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 of the, the price of that royal blood that was shed on Calvary, not the blood of animals, but the, you know, the, the blood of Jesus, not only for our sins, but for, you know, to redeem us from the, the, the hand of the enemy. And that in that includes our healing and that includes our well-being. And so we need to let that become a reality in us so that just like it did to me, you know, I, I have healing testimonies of, of experience, the healing power of God. I've been sick, I've been healed, and I've been able to, you know, uh, um, walk in divine health. Since the Lord has freed me from those things, there's a way to, you know, you can get healed, and then, but you have to make sure you, you stay healed. Then that's our mm-hmm. responsibility. And so, but healing belongs to us by the, by the shedding blood of Jesus Christ, by the stripes that he bore on his back. He took, he, you know, he took that punishment uh, for us. And so therefore, uh, in First Peter, I believe in, in, in First Peter 2, um, I don't know what verse, but uh, Peter was looking back into that event. And he said, by the stripes of Jesus, we were healed. So you know, when that becomes real to you, then you don't tolerate any form of sickness of any kind. You begin to exercise that, you know, walking in that divine health. Even in the little things, you know, you start with like the headaches or, you know, the symptoms. You don't have to uh, uh, adapt to what's going on, you know, allergies or there's this virus going on. When it becomes real to you that healing belongs to you because of the blood that was shed and the price that was paid, then you're able to walk in the freedom of, of, of sickness and disease and enjoy your divine health that Jesus Christ paid for us. Amen. Amen. Does that answer? Yeah. And, and that is why... <laughs> All right, Sunday morning preview. Here we go. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, and that is why we never tolerated that at home. Yeah, and y'all yeah, learned that for little not. kids. Yeah, I was I was twelve years old, just wanting the like the care and tender of a mother. And <laughs> I got Pastor Sandy, dude, like just straight at me, like, Mom, I have a go receiver here. Jesus. That's awesome. I yeah, love that. It, it was a, yeah, I, it, well, the day you were born. Yeah, the only time <laughs> the I was day you were my born. doctor records are so old they didn't let me use them for my ID. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's like great. My, my doctor records are probably my birth certificate. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Goals. And that's a great testimony. That is. That is. Yeah. Wow. That's and an awesome not, testimony. And, and, and here's something that, you know, you can't make a mistake. Like, you're not denying the fact. There's people that don't yeah. know how to receive because, you know, it's not about denying what's going on in your body. It's, you know, acknowledging it, but then coming at it with, you know, with with your spiritual, your your redemptive right. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, this must. This, I have this, and I'm not denying it, but I'm yeah. denying it from every stain in my body. Like you That's have good. to fight the good fight of faith. It's already done for you. It's you just have to walk walk in that. You know, That's and um, it, it has to become. You know, the the healing power of Jesus definitely has to become real in you. And you know, and and and. You gotta stay healed by intaking the word of God. The mm-hmm. Bible says that the word of God is life unto those that find Him, healing and health to all of their flesh. So, you know, when you approach the word of God, you gotta even believe that as you're intaking it, it's so powerful that it, it is healing whatever you know everything. It's replenishing your 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 body. It's vivifying your body. It's like it's it's so potent. It's so powerful that that you you gotta believe that it's working in you. 
Yeah, Just like good. people have faith that when, you know, in flu season, they get that shot, that they're going to be okay. How much more in the word of God? Yeah. Amen. Definitely. Definitely. You know, that so. flu shot's actually making you more sick, but that's another... Uh, that's no, a- yeah, of course. Yeah, that's what <laughs> don't... Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm just saying, you know, people, we, we, yeah, you know. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I should go into the testimony where I got healed from Ebola. Yes. Very powerful, Wait, Georgie. Yes. But uh, we know you're out, Pastor Sandy, so we thank you for joining the Young Adults Podcast. Uh, Alrighty. We, we would love to Thanks have you. Thanks for having me. We would love to have you in person here. If you're ever in the Houston Heights area, <laughs> we would love to have you on this hey. podcast. <laughs> there's uh, there's definitely Mexican candy included. Amen. And possibly burger. Watermelon? Watermelon, yes. Lots we of did snacks. Eat the, there's literally no watermelon left. Did, did y'all try the tahini? We did. It's yes. so good. It so good. We also, y'all liked it. We oh loved it. We also went to Hot Daddy Burger. Go ahead, Georgie. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was Victoria. But all right, Mom. We'll see you. <laughs> I'm proud of you. You need to eat. <laughs> all right. This is enough on the podcast. We thank you for joining us, Pastor Zandy. We really right. enjoyed your presence. See you later. Okay. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. All right, so you have a testimony of getting healed from Ebola? Yeah. Are you actually joking? Yes, I remember that epidemic in this thing. Yeah, I remember that for sure. Fake government epidemic. We can't go into politics on this podcast. Yes, but that's a whole other thing. Politics. (laughs) Pull it together. Pull it together. I love that subject. I can go into that for hours. But I actually got healed from Ebola. Let's hear it, dude. Praise God. uh, Do you? I don't know if y'all remember when Ebola was happening. Uh. Like they said, no, don't go on planes, blah, blah, blah. It was like mm-hmm. spreading everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was, we were going to a, I don't even know what year is this. It's, uh, it was like five years ago. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, or swine it. flu, aka uh-huh. swine flu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which obviously, I guess it went extinct because when was the last time y'all heard of swine flu and Ebola? It went away. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Government pot. I'm just kidding. Uh, but really, so I went to. Uh, we were going to the ministers and leaders conference in Tampa, Florida. Mm. Uh, shout out River University. But um, so we went there and we went. Uh, it's like the first or second day. We usually go Wednesday to Friday uh, or Saturday. So it's like the first day, and like I start feeling like cough, and it's like okay, whatever, like uh, whatever. But then the next, like that night i woke up and like i had every single symptom of ebola wow like uh, my eyes were green oh i was gosh. like snotting stuff out oh my god I, like, I was like hacking stuff like and i i never get sick i'm talking i never get sick um and like i had every single symptom like i kid you not if if i wasn't oh and uh flash forward i got healed obviously but <laughs> If I wouldn't have got healed, I wouldn't have been able to fly back because they, that's what right. they were telling yeah. people. If you have the Ebola symptoms, symptom, you can't get on the plane, on the wow. plane because then you were, it was highly contagious. Right. So I'm like, I'm like, man, I think I got Ebola. <laughs> but no, I wasn't saying that because obviously like once you start, you know, uh, speaking out the words into like life, you know, they begin to manifest rather good or bad, right. you know? God said, let there be light. And there was light. You know, he spoke everything into existence with his word, mm-hmm. with his words. And so, um, I was like, in my mind, I'm like, dude, I have every symptom of Ebola. 
And like I obviously my mom sees me and she's like, Man, he, like in her mind she was probably like, Man, this dude don't look that good but <laughs> but she was just like, you know, receive your healing and that like receive your healing just like when I had yeah. the cough. She told me the exact same thing when I had Ebola. Mm-hmm. And like it's not like I didn't think I had Ebola. I had Ebola. Like yeah. <laughs> it was a it was there. So like I really was like, Lord, like like I need a miracle because I'm not going home of mm-hmm. this doesn't get like, yeah. yeah. So I kid you not. I, re- I was like, Lord, I received the healing. And it's not like I went into an all day fasting prayer. Mm-hmm. It's not like I went into like my word and was right. like, Oh my gosh, let me read 30 chapters. It wasn't like, <laughs> right. like, Oh my gosh, like Lord, I'm crying my eyes out. Heal me. I literally right. said, Lord, I received my healing Boom. and it's, and, and it's so done. Good. And I, I'm like, 14 when this happened or 15 so it's not like i was like mature or it's not like i was an adult or it's not like you know yeah i was i just said lord this is i had to say like this is like life or death like Mm -hmm. like lord you i'm healed i'm not even gonna worry about it i cast it all into you i kid you not in two days it's like if i never had anything wow and and it's it's i didn't take any medicine i didn't take any cough syrup i didn't take like anything to sleep i literally I literally received my healing, went on as my day, wow. I got some rest, and I kid you not, that's I was amazing. like, he instantly healed me from Ebola. That's Dude, amazing. that's an awesome testimony. And that's like, literally as a Christian, what what is your life bearing testimony mm-hmm. to? Because what you experience in your life is actually a depiction of what you believe about the God that you serve. Mm-hmm. So I remember Beth Moore did a really good teaching on that. It's like what you believe about God yeah. is actually what what your life is like framed by. Yeah. And so when your testimony is like healing, what being being healthy, that says that that you know that you serve the God who is Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals. And like that's such a testimony to, to who Christ is. So it's like, I mean, the church should not be like sick all the time. And I kid you not, you know, I've never like, like mm-hmm. once doubted like, I never once doubted God's healing power. Yeah, yeah. Like, like when the, something like, I got healed from Ebola. There. What is the flu or what is a cough or what is like anything little going to do? Yeah. You know, like literally the, the Lord can heal you from the smallest cough. You literally don't have to put up with anything in yeah. your life. And I know we already kind of so spoke good. on this, but you legitimately, God died for every single yes. disease. Mm-hmm. He shed he shed a stripe for every single disease. Yeah. And I I don't have the full study, but I know they said that if you trace every disease, every sickness in in the world back to its root, it comes from uh, 20, 22 strikes. What is it? 22 strikes? I think 39 strikes. I've heard wow. that. That's what it is. 39. There's 39,000 diseases, yeah, right? Yeah. If you yeah. trace them all back, it comes down to like 39 main like uh, groups, groups of groups strains. Of, of, I have yeah, heard that something. too. And it's, wow. Yeah. I didn't, I've never heard that. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, the Lord really, everything he did was specific with the mm-hmm. purpose. He didn't die. He didn't take 39 strikes by accident. Mm-hmm. He didn't like wow. just accidentally, they didn't accidentally swipe so him good. an extra time. Hey guys, thanks for listening to our podcast today. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, and Breaker. Also, don't forget to follow our social media at YA underscore Power of Love. Thanks for listening.